0: Hi, I'm Phoenix, and I'm Jordan, and we're your hosts for today's podcast. So, our main topic of today's podcast is how schools can improve school counseling, and we have some North Springs teen guests that have made their own opinions regarding counseling and what improvements can be made. So, counseling is a very
1: deep topic, well, school counseling, and I remember, you know, when I was back in middle school, I had mental health problems, like, very bad. So, I decided one day to ask the counselor for help, and then she ended up telling my parents, and I didn't know that. And then, I, like, later on, it didn't really help out, and it just made the situation worse.
0: So, I'm kind of
1: against most school counselors, Mm -hmm. but, yeah.
0: And the same thing for me, I've had multiple bad experiences with school counselors mainly just in the form of like them not doing their job and just giving me the bare minimum when I would like, you know, guidance from a guidance counselor. When it's your whole job description but you're not fulfilling your job description. But what are your opinions? I agree with you.
2: I've had some frustrating experiences. Um, considering they don't get paid that much, I feel like that could definitely be a reason to why they act the way they do. From the resources that I found, they get paid from 25500 to 81500 which is a huge range, an average being 56000 So I don't really understand why they're acting the way
0: they are, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just think that, you know, if you're doing it for the money, then you should at least have a good attitude and have a care for students and just be able to guide them and help them through their life. But when we're talking about like the 25, 500, they don't have respect for kids because they're not doing it for the money.
1: And it says a lot about them as a person because these are students dealing with real problems. And if you're just doing it for the money, that's just how is that going to help them, you know?
0: Right. Another thing that I've noticed is there's no confidentiality between people and their counselors, because let's say you'll go to a counselor for whatever reason, you'll go to a counselor because you're having problems in school, you're having problems outside of school, and they're supposed to be able to make you feel comfort and have that secrecy, but instead they opt out and they tell your parents, which is something that you're not supposed to be able to do.
2: Yeah, and it's almost like they're not doing their job because you're, like you said, you're going to them for guidance because they are a guidance counselor. And when you're telling them like all these problems and everything that you're feeling, they're just taking it and kind of like throwing it at your parents. Right. When that's not fair to you because if you're going to them, then you're obviously like, not going to your parents or a friend for a reason, like, that's probably your last resort. Right. And when they tell your parents, like, that could stress you out and it could, like, not be helpful, they could be mad at you, like, it could go all sorts of ways.
0: And there's, like, no underlining thing either. Like, a lot of kids, that's kind of like, like you said, that's kind of like their last resort. Like, they have already thought about telling their, their mom or their dad or they've already thought about telling their other friends so... When, if it's that bad that they don't want to tell the the people closest to them, obviously they wouldn't want you to tell them rather than them telling them yourself. So it's kind of like a smack in the face. And most of the time, like, when people, when students go to counselors and then the
1: counselors tell, like, their parents, even if the student isn't comfortable with it, it's not effective. For me, it wasn't. During the 2021 through the 2022 school year, the KFF website basically said that there is an insufficient mental health professional staff coverage and it's about 61% of people that feel that way they feel that it's not effective for students
0: and so. that's kind of sad because their whole job is guiding students and if 61% of students in Georgia don't feel like they're being guided that's you're gonna kind of be useless in a school if you're not right. doing your job <laughs> And also another thing that I've noticed is, like, school counseling um, is very different from, like, therapy or school counseling outside of school. At schoolcounselor.org, we've noticed that, you know, they have master's degree- degrees, and they have they have to have a state prior certification. So they have all of this knowledge that they don't, you know, use, and it seems like that they just, you know. They get all this knowledge just to go and get paid like as much as teachers so like right to improve their job I think they should just be able to provide a safe space um, specifically in our North Springs High School they do have a sp- safe space um, and it's a quiet nook where a lot of kids can go relax or if they're in the middle of crying or in a panic attack they can go not hide but just have a moment to calm down but I learned about this this year. Like I had no idea we had something like that. And I just think that in the counseling suite to improve that secrecy and comfort with the students, I think they should advertise that more or just have more events that regard ca- the counseling suite rather than just, you know, oh we're here if you need us because nobody's going to come. This this is Carson Meski. Um, I think that maybe disclosing that, like, they may tell your parents they may need to, like, sh- like you know, no, like, not all, this, this might not be totally private. I think, you know, making sure that the students know and, like, asking them, are you okay with letting your parents know? Right. Because, yeah. you know, we don't have a choice sometimes. Yeah, I agree.
1: The main reason students go to counselors is because they feel like they can trust them most of the time and they don't feel comfortable with not letting anybody know. So it's very important that the counselor lets them know if they want, you know, to disclose that information to other people.
0: Right, rather than just like going behind the student's back and just doing whatever they feel like needed, which is sometimes okay because I understand that you're an authority figure, so you have that power to do that. But as a counselor, you should let your student know that you're going to do that.
1: Yeah, you can't just, even though they're students, you know, they're people too, so you can't break their
0: boundaries. I think another thing that they can do to improve counseling in schools is that treat us like we're people. Because there's a lot of times where I've had gone into a counseling suite and I'm immediately met with sour looks, uh, just mean mugs and rude tones and attitudes I came in here for help, not for you to look at me like I'm stupid and then only give me the bare minimum of your job description.
2: Yeah. Um, I'd also like to go back to what you said about like the quiet space. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree that that is like a great thing that we have here at North Springs, but we also only get like 15 to 20 minutes. And also like this one time I came into the counselor's office and I was like literally crying. And I was asking if I could go into the quiet room. And the first thing that the um, girl said to me, she was like, do you have a pass? Like, (laughs) I I need help. I need to calm down. Like, you can obviously see that I'm not okay.
0: And you're worried if I have a pass or not. Right. It makes it feel forced. Like, I don't feel like I can come in on my own time. I have to have a 15 to 20 minute um, interval of you know, comfort, which I feel like I should be, I should have regardless. If I'm literally tears streaming down my face, you shouldn't worry if I have a pass or not. Like that seems such a bad experience to have.
1: And honestly, I'd rather them tell me to kick rocks before (laughs) they, you know, like talk to you with disrespect. Just tell me to go away and you don't wanna
0: help me. (laughs) Right.
1: They should definitely make it a more welcoming environment,
2: Mm -hmm. like just being like nicer and like just
0: yeah like like we said just create a a comfortable environment um let the students know that you are going to contact their parents if need be
1: yeah just have a better approach to it
0: Yeah. yeah um
2: also in the counseling office we have peer facilitators like right when you walk in and literally no one does their job like mm-hmm. if you um, like look at them, you can be standing there for like 10-20 minutes, they'll just be on their phone. Like if you need a counselor, you're supposed to ask them and they're supposed to go back and check to see if they're available so you can go to them or see if the quiet room is available so you can go back there. Like lately I've been going to the counselor's office and like sometimes I'll actually need to like talk to someone or something like that. Like they'll be having a whole conversation and they'll see me there um, standing knowing that I need something, obviously, like, I'm not just staring at them to stare at them. Right. Like, I need something, and I feel like the school could also work on that, because I know that a lot of people get that, um, like, job or class Mm -hmm. because they're mature, but lately I feel like they've been moving past that and just kind of giving the class to people if they don't have a class. Yeah. Because I know I got it because they thought I was mature, but to the people who actually need help, like it's not fair. And also the people can be so rude, so.
0: Yeah, to improve the school counseling in schools, I think you should do more than the bare minimum. Have a nice attitude and just overall create a comforting and enduring space for children to learn and grow. You know, make the student
1: feel like they have a friend, someone they could go to when they, you know, having mental problems. Just make them feel welcome. Don't just send them away or just be disrespectful and rude. Because then that will just make them not want to come back. All right. So this has
0: been Phoenix Rivera. And Jordan Bartlett. And Lauren. And Madison Whitlatch. And Carson. And this is our podcast.